Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. Hello, everyone. SEM Synergy is on every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. And uh, you can download copies of our show pretty easily from Webmaster Radio. You can also go to scmsynergy.com, be able to pick it up from there. Before the new year, Virginia talked to Matt Cutts. I'm sure a lot of you heard about that. He came in and uh, gave us some good information. Be Sure, if you are interested, going back was on December 17th that it was actually played, and uh, uh, I think it would be good for you to be able to hear that. Matt talked about spam. Of course, he runs the Google spam team, so he would, and his focus on combating spam in this upcoming year. I think that that's certainly something that we're all going to want to see. Over the years, I think spam has tightened up a lot. I remember not too long ago, it would be nine months for them to knock down spam. Now it's in weeks, and it's pretty easy. Uh, We're going to be able to talk about spam quite a bit. Uh, It's certainly a whole show. I think we're going to make it a whole show. Uh, Let's consider it a show. (laughs) Um, Now, there's a difference, and I'll start with an opinion. There's a difference between spammers and black hat SEOs. I don't think they're synonyms. Right. I think that um, people, a lot of people spam uh, without necessarily being black hat just due to the fact that they don't know any better. I think that people who are aggressive marketers could easily be called spammers. I think that there's a lot of activity around that. I think a black hat SEO is commonly a person that does something really deceptive, if you will. They attempt to deceive the search engines into giving them rankings. Now, that's also a spammer. But a black hat does it for clients instead of their own selves, and they do it in a way that is knowingly going to eventually get caught and be harmful. Whereas a spammer just does it because he thinks it's going to (laughs) work. I don't know if they're exactly the same, um, I mean, there's a lot of people that spam. Well, I think it's, it, my again, opinion. But my opinion is that spammers are a lot, obviously, a lot broader than than black hat techniques. Black hat techniques are really, you know, those risky things that you know eventually you're going to get caught. And But for right now, it's working and you're doing it. Um, and like you said, it's it's really about it's really unethical when you're harming your clients and you're not telling them, you know what, this is going to burn you. This is this is going to come back on you, and you're going to lose your business. If, yeah. You know that, that there's a risk that, that this could happen. Um, you know, I, I think that that's really a definition that came about last year when we were, you know, we went through the conference series, and and that really came up as the delineating point is it's unethical when you're harming your clients, but spam. Um, 
particularly the way Matt's been presenting it, is like really maliciously harmful and illegal in like actual laws kind of way, not just Google guidelines kind of way. You're referring to like stealing copyrighted material or? No, I'm, I'm talking about hijacking entire sites yeah. and redirecting them and installing malware on them so that then you can hijack that. You would install a keylogger and hijack their account. And now you've committed multiple felonies in three <laughs> web pages. That, that's the sort of thing I'm talking about. That's spam. That's not black hat SEO. <laughs> I, well, I think it's not even the, my personal opinion is that is even way beyond spam. I mean, that's downright theft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. Um, when you think about spam, you think about anything take, taken excessively. <laughs> Keyword stuffing, white on white. I mean, the, those are spam identified characteristics of things you do. Um, hiding text, uh, deceiving the search engines is a form of spam. But has the definition of spam been expanded? Because when I was talking to Matt and I said, what are your spam concerns? And he said, uh, hacked sites is a big thing that we're, that the, our team is going to be looking at. Is that a signal that maybe it really is broader than we're thinking of right here? Well, yeah. <laughs> I it mean, certainly is. I mean, if, if the web spam team considers that spam, you know, therefore it's spam. But it's really that Matt's job is to keep things that will harm their users out of their index. So, so all of that is called spam because that's what their team is called. Brought in their umbrella just for themselves. It's, right. You have spammers and they can run from mild to severe. You have black hatters which are really inventing technology, not copying technology that hijack sites and and do things like that. Uh they play often in the um borderline little nooks and crannies of what the search engine might not catch, you have, even beyond that, you have people who are thieves, cheats. actual uh, criminals. (laughs) Criminals. And, um, you know, and the thing is, if you ask a spammer, a black hat, and a website thief what they are, they'd all probably say they're SEOs. (laughs) Or marketers. Yeah, or marketers. I mean... None of them would ever say, I'm a cheat. You know, if you ask a card cheat what they are, they're a professional card player. They're not a cheat. I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah, well, yeah. I think probably the extreme end, the actual criminals, probably understand that they're breaking laws. Like, you know, real laws, again, not Google guidelines. (laughs) But, yeah, there's, there's, I think, probably the, well... I'm doing it so it can't be that bad because I'm not a bad person. I had a conversation um, this last week uh, with a client, and the issue is that a lot of people, um, it used to be at least, that a lot of people were spammers because they didn't know any better. And now that more and more people are becoming educated on what spam is, the accidental spammers are going away leaving nothing but the intentional spammers. And I think that's one of the reasons that Google is becoming a little bit more militant. There aren't as many innocent bystanders. The The collateral damage is only going to be spammers. Yeah, yeah. We are out of time for this segment, so it's time for a quick break. But coming up on SEM Synergy, we'll talk about the ways you can protect yourself from spam. And we'll be right back. 
Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic. With over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield, their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. Quality partners, quality search, abcsearch.com. Looking for a new way to build backlinks and traffic back to your website? Then look no further than the quickest and easiest way to blast your article to thousands of subscribers at the click of a mouse. Introducing ArticleSender.com, the world's premier article distribution service. With ArticleSender.com, you can submit your prize-winning piece to thousands of promising publishers and article directories craving for fresh content. ArticleSender.com also provides premium services so that your article is SEO SEO ready. Plus, we provide express editorial review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours article distribution at its easiest one form one click thousands of results get your free account today at articlesender.com that's article s-e-n-d-e-r.com geez another year with no refund from the irs i got a nice chunk of change this year i'm buying a new car and i'm going to fiji how in the world did you do that i got in on taxbrain.com's affiliate program and it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes taxbrain.com how does that work with taxbrain.com's affiliate program i command a huge payday with their nitro payouts because i get paid for leads as well as sales that sounds easy how do you do it they give me all the tools it takes like dedicated publisher support analytics capabilities custom tracking and creative services and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit taxbrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. Taxbrain.com, America's online tax service. Jim Hedger and Dave Davies bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Webcology, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search Engine Marketing Formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and today on the show we've been talking about spam. One of the great things about working at Bruce Clay is all the incredibly smart and talented people here at the company. And I've got with me one of them, Scott Polk, an SEO senior analyst here. Um, And I've asked Scott to be my guest today. Thanks for coming on the show, Scott. Well, thank you very much. Um... We've been talking about spam lately, um, in part because we had Matt Cutts on the show recently, mm-hmm. and that's his whole bag. So, well, yeah. Um, and and I think spam has kind of been morphing throughout the years. Obviously, uh, sure. Basically, as any new thing comes up that people seem to utilize and can influence the engines, then therefore it becomes spam, and therefore uh, the engines take steps to combat that. Yeah, it seems like a never-ending cycle. 
um, as long as uh, there are things that yeah that can basically influence the uh, the engines uh, biasly, then uh, basically there will be. Spam has come into its Web 2.0 form as far as link spam goes. Yeah, link spam, especially within social media sites, um, is pretty rampant these days, uh, and it's definitely something I know that they've been they've started to combat. Um, and Lisa Barone over at Will, the We Build Pages blog wrote an interesting um, piece, um, kind of piggybacking on Michael Gray's um, prediction that. Google will start devaluing links from social media sites in order to combat the the spam that's going on there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that is definitely one, uh, just another part that, that, that Google has to deal with on a daily basis. I mean, anything that can be gamed, uh, they will go after. Uh, they've got PhDs, uh, just tons and tons of PhDs over Google that, that look at these things daily. And um, Social media spam in itself is uh, is pretty rampant, and it's easy because of the the plethora of sites that are out there. Um, so they definitely have been going after that, and uh, I think Michael's right on right on target with that prediction. I mean, I'm surprised honestly hasn't come sooner. Um, his reason for thinking this was when he read the Google Guide to SEO. It says um, regarding social media websites, don't involve your site in schemes where your content is uh, artificially promoted to the top of these services. And um, one of the places that we've been able to see that over the last couple years is Dig, because that's a pretty popular um, social media site or news social Yeah, I mean, it it is pretty big. Um, I would say Dig as far as, um, maybe not in usage, but as far as a a tool for SEOs is definitely on the, the downside. Uh, when I look at social media sites, I actually look at them as tools for traffic, um, not directly to benefit SEO. Uh, I believe that if you're going to uh, get traffic, then just grab the traffic itself. It'll have a synergistic effect later on with your SEO efforts, uh, but it doesn't have to directly benefit them. So what do you think that people should keep in mind if they want to utilize the tool of social media, but they don't want to like cross the line to spam? Use it strictly for traffic uh, acquisition. Uh, if you end up getting some bang uh, for SEO out of it, then that's great. Uh, but, you know, I mean, beyond SEO in itself, there is Internet marketing, and uh, traffic in itself does have value depending on the type of traffic, of course, but um, coming from all different source, uh, sites and sources of traffic. And when you're trying to make this distinction, you're talking about as far traffic versus trying to inflate page rank? And trying to infl- yeah, basically trying to game the engines um, to give you higher rankings, therefore increasing your traffic. If that is your only goal, then eventually it will fail. Um, I mean, you really need to look at a kind of a global or a, a worldly uh, type of internet marketing um, campaign in itself, or your strategies need to be like that. SEO is part of that, yes, absolutely. And if you can grab some bang, uh, some extra you know traffic from that as well, that's great. But don't make it your only solution. It seems to me that another benefit that you could get um, appropriately from social media is branding. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Social media is incredible for branding, and I think that uh, a lot of your successful brands out there are utilizing that. I mean, Zappos, I mean, we've we've talked about these before, but Zappos, uh, Comcast, um, even Virgin America all utilize social media um, sites to help with their brand, Um, and they get a lot of traffic from it. 
in turn, that also has a very synergistic effect across the web. People write about them. They naturally link to them. So it does help their SEO efforts, whether it's purposeful or not. Um, how do you feel about reporting um spam on social networks um i don't necessarily well reporting i guess would be uh for instance twitter when spammers uh, add uh, add me on twitter if i notice their spammers i block them um i guess that's a form of reporting and it's mainly just because i don't want to be annoyed by them um it's it's probably about the same as reporting it to the engines if you're going to do it in the engines you might as well uh, do it to the social media sites as well um it's it's one of those things that can be pretty rampant, but I think that people kind of pick up on that pretty easily. And um, I, I know Twitter, in a, uh, basically, uh, as a recent, has uh, deleted a lot of accounts that, that were considered to be spammy or at least to, to have a sort of suspicious activity attached to them. Right. About a month ago, people saw their follower accounts dropped. Oh, yeah. Some were very upset because <laughs> yeah. that seems to be an important factor in Twitter for some reason. Definitely for your Twitter grade, right? Uh, yes, I guess so. Um, I've never used that service. Do you think people would actually use a, um, a if Google was to come out with like a report social media spam button, do you think people would use that? I'm pretty sure people would use it. I don't know how much benefit it would be necessarily uh, to Google or anybody. I think each of the sites in themselves should should combat their spam in their own in their own way. Mm-hmm. Um, if the the social media site is being gamed strictly for link equity or for to pass page rank, um, then of course Google would definitely want to know about that. I'm sure. So I mean, but they already have mechanisms mechanisms for reporting that. How effective do you think devaluing um, the ranking factor of social media links is going to be? It's like I said, it's a a continuing cycle. So. The next time Google comes up with a new f- ranking factor, it's going to be the same game all over again. And, and it is. As, as long as these factors are, are, easily, uh, are easy to game, then absolutely. Um, I think it's actually pretty easy for Google to take a look and identify a social media site as a site that is easy. And it's not that the site in itself is spam, but that the site allows um, easy manipulation of, its, of itself so that it can pass... Uh, link equity and page weight over um, through Google's index, and I think that Google can easily identify those, or at least once they have identified them, they can they can discount those links completely. Um, do you think maybe one? Do you think small niche social media sites are less likely to be um, victims of spam? Um, in, in a sense, yes, um, but I guess it really just depends on on how open that site is in itself. Uh, it was for a long time that you could actually throw a link into your Twitter bio profile and uh, have that pass link equity to you know to whatever you wanted. Um, of course, then that was uh, exposed, Michael. And uh, Matt, of course, uh, talked about that a little bit, and then that was, of course, uh, taken out as well. So I think once these things are identified, especially on uh, your larger platforms, they're, they're, um, they're quickly taken care of, mm-hmm. um, either on Google's end or... Google has some influence um, over them. Uh, on your niche sites, probably will go unnoticed um, until they're discovered, and then they will be abused much, much more, and then probably discounted as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a game. So sometimes I see like somebody will post, 
hey, here is a list of sites that I found that don't know follow their links. You yes. know, how long until that gets into Google's hands and they're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I think I think it actually probably gets into Google's hands pretty quickly. Um, how fast they react on it, I think, really depends on how widespread the issue can be. Um, if the site in itself is really influencing a lot of sites within the the rankings, then I think they'll probably act upon it a lot quicker than not. And by devaluing them, they're not like taking them out altogether. It'll still have some. Effect. It may, it may or may not. It really just depends. Uh, there's, there's a lot of different theories on that. To be honest, um, if the site is considered uh, overrun with spam, they may completely devalue any link coming out of there. Um, if it's not, they may devalue based on industry or segmentation, or they may even actually just work with the company to help rectify Google's own problem. Not not necessarily the site's problem, but Google's problem with links. If anything, I think spammers are very creative. Oh, yeah. Well, um, yeah, there's a lot of money involved in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, they definitely are creative, yeah. And uh, as technology, I mean, anything that, as you, as they, you know, they say in the hacking world, uh, you can basically, anybody can break into anything. Very good. Um, so that's it for us right now we have to take a break but thanks for coming on the show scott thank you uh and up next we will be talking about tactics to avoid on your site so you're not considered a spammer sem synergy will be right back don't go away sem synergy will be right back Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Are your domains locked to the max? If not, your online brand presence and your entire online business could be at risk from Internet thieves. Imagine the damage that you and your company would suffer if control of your domain was lost. Protect all of your valuable domains with MaxLock. From Moniker, your domain asset management specialist. With MaxLock, even if your email accounts are hacked and your passwords are stolen, your domains are protected in your Moniker account. Transfer your domains to Moniker today. Powered by MaxLock. Delivering maximum protection for your domains. Find out more at Moniker.com slash MaxLock. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Find Webmaster Radio now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Add us today from the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. 
Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm joined by Susan and Bruce Clay analyst Marianne. Hello. Hi. Today we're talking about spam, and Bruce started off the show by explaining how spam has developed over the years. So now we thought we'd take a look at how to avoid accidentally being a spammer yourself. Yeah, that's, I think, one of those things that 90% of the time when you see spam, it's just, you know, new people on the internet who don't understand that, you know, these things are probably not the best practice, or they think they've come up with something exciting and new, like putting white text on their white background, and then they don't mess up the look of their beautiful page, and it's all stuff that the search engines are like, okay, so moron. Right, and that's what we're talking to here. Obviously, if you know you're doing it, you're doing it for a reason. Right. Yeah, it's a lot of unintentional spam. Actually, Google has, you know, they're starting it with Google Webmaster Tools giving some warning to fan, and you can if you get in trouble for it, you know, request a re- uh, inclusion because they realize that there are a lot of people who either heard from some person who said, hey, this is a good idea to do this, that was uh, giving them bad advice, or because they unintentionally spammed. But there is there is some techniques that people have been, um, that we see occasionally pe- being used. And there is really less spam in the index now, but you will occasionally see things. And um, just to be careful that you're not doing that, especially now with a lot of the things like IP delivery. And we're seeing more and more sites want to use an IP delivery because they want to deliver customized content to a user based on their location, uh, especially for geotargeting. And you have to be careful that you're not trying to, when doing that, customizing, you want to customize it for a um, a user, then you say, well, let's just customize it for a search engine. That's what you don't want to do with with IP delivery, for example. You want to give the search engine exactly the same thing a user would see. And that's the best thing to make sure when you're looking at um, whether or not you are spamming, make sure that you're not giving the search engine anything different. And make sure that there's nothing hidden that a user and a search engine sees the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, I think that, you know, we always talk about spam, and you don't really run across it in the engines anymore. Like you said, they're, they're, they do a pretty good job of catching it. And if you do find it, you know, it's usually a fluke and it's just something that they haven't gotten around to yeah. pulling yet. The spam store has like a, almost a six week span of a lot of the sites that are, are spammer sites that they will just, they, they're going to be in there for a little bit. But then you, you have to also check if your site isn't ranking. If there's a problem, check maybe in unintentionally something or some, you know, you had somebody working on your site and they did something and there is some spam. So you have to look out for these things on your site if you are having a problem with your search engine rankings. We talked, you mentioned, um, IP delivery, like kind of cloaking. Mm-hmm. And I've been to sessions where search engine reps have said, you know, that's really okay as long as your intent isn't deceit. And it looks mm-hmm. very different to the search engine if it, if it is a, for a legitimate reason. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing is, is just to make sure when, if you're, if you're giving an IP delivery, make sure that there isn't anything where you're looking for a search engine, you're giving them something different. They're, they're, they're okay with it. You might, um, just make sure when you're, when you're going to, um, do set up something like that, you know, make sure that it is, doesn't look deceptive, that you're not delivering anything different. And that's the thing with almost any of these things um, in terms of on-page content spamming, whether it's hidden text or something like that, or anything, do, do, you know, now with all the technologies, Ajax and things like that, there's a, the ability to add some hidden text or things like that. But it, as long as somebody can click on a link and view that content, it's not hidden, it's not, you don't have to mouse over it to see it you're fine. Um, and also, the other thing right now with uh, 
spamming moving on is is the uh, link spamming and and ways of building links as well and that's I think another way that people can get into some serious trouble with spamming. Yeah, I think that that's what you see mostly these days is is the people who are out there buying links or out there you know, creating little things that are going to get their link everywhere on the planet and, you know, it's it's a deceptive way of doing it, you know, hiding it in a widget or something and not disclosing the thing. How often, you know, when we get clients and how often do you see that they've got, that they've had a previous SEO who's... I, you know, it's not very often. Occasionally you'll run across something in the search engine, especially if it's something that they haven't, that a, a competitor or something like that has... Uh, is spamming, um, is doing something, but most of the time it's in the link spamming um, uh, variety. You don't see on-page spam as, as frequently. Um, you will see sites um, occasionally that will be doing things like, you know, doing um, not just purchasing links, but perhaps um, doing something like giving away a free guest book that includes their link or something. You know, some, some weird things like that that'll be a little, some sort of um, gimmick to generate links that's really spammy, but most of the time it's hard to detect with link networks, um, things like that, people that are not doing just link farms like the old-fashioned things we used to see where people just, you know, link to all of them. It's more of these networks of links and things like that are a little bit harder to detect, but that are trying to do a, um, generate links, uh, easy, uh, generate links through networks or through, um, links that aren't just editorially given um, type of links that are, are were, but instead purchasing them or doing it through a network. But something like putting your link on a widget that you've created, it seems unfair to me to call that spam. I mean, that's like... Well, there's a, there, I think there's a difference there. There's putting, like, um, Matt Inman obviously creates a lot of really great widgets and stuff, and they all link back to Mingle too, right? They're his well, little dainty yeah. widgets, and that's and it's, that's fine but because it, it's related. Yeah. It's put there, and it's obvious. No, it's well, no, not it's, like it's for example with the guest books and counters and things like that for your blog, your MySpace page. It's things that they're perhaps putting on add on there that says free cell phones, right? Things like that, and it's it's not it's not just you created the widget. It's advertising on these widgets and things like that that are per- generating thousands of links or something like that. That somebody's giving you're buying that you're basically. And in a lot of cases, that you can't go in and remove it. It's not like yes. you know. It's not like the source code's right there for you to be like, oh, I'm taking that back out. Like, mm-hmm. like it's going you know back, going back to uh, Matt Inman stuff. The source code's right there. It's a link at the bottom. You could easily go in and delete the you know free dating on Mingle too. Simple, no problem. Um, like I said, related. But the you know, this is my guest book counter. Please go buy free cell phones. Those don't have anything to do with each other. And we are out of time. We'd like to thank Webmaster Radio for producing SEM Synergy. If you have any questions or comments, send them to SEMSynergy at BruceClay.com. Come back next week when we talk about targeting your audience and finding demographic data. Visit SEMSynergy.com for more info on this week's guest and topics. Thanks so much for joining us on SEM Synergy. 